Today is June 6th, and the Yankees beat the Toronto Blue Jays twice. They went up to Canada, and it wasn't a smackdown. It wasn't a lot of big wins. It wasn't a lot of runs. It's a lot of good pitching. And two wins, that's the ultimate goal. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. What's up, everyone? Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. First and foremost, before I forget, like the last three episodes, this episode is brought to you by Sam, Ashley, David, and Sydney. Those are our most recent patron subscribers. If you want to subscribe to support us, it's $2 a month. You can watch us live as we record the podcast. You can, If you don't want to watch it live, you can still get the video access. And earlier, before it's published, you get your name put in a raffle to win a jersey from affordablejerseys.com. Once a month, you make me and Jake super happy and feel really appreciative that you supported us. That's the cause. Let's start the show. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Northern California. Got my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver. I'm trying to calculate how many more series I'll be in Northern California for, but I don't know. What's up, Jake? How you doing? Jimmy. Jimmy O'Brien. Jimmy O. Jimmy O.B. What do you know, kid? Hey, a little rally. Get it started, kid, huh? Little bingo. My dad told me my whole life. Not my whole life. Isn't it weird that people say, like, my whole life, and they just are referring to zero to 18 basically like oh, i played baseball my whole life oh you mean when like the first 18 years of your life you're probably gonna live to 70 it's a weird thing that people do yeah anyway as a kid my dad always said when you grow up people are gonna call you ob because that's what they called him no one ever called me ob it was not cool yeah. enough to be called ob we laughed i remember one of our baseball coaches called you jimmy ob because he used to say like everyone's ever his go-to was like the kid's name and like the last initially be like Jakey S something like that. And you were Jimmy OB and we were, everyone was like, that's shouldn't just be Jimmy O. No way. (laughs) The hell is that? I'd be furious if someone called me Jimmy O. Yeah. Well, I like it. So what's up, Jimmy O. Pretty happy. Pretty good games. Got a nice win and then extra innings game, which I mean, if we lose that game, it's heartbreaking and brutal, but if, but we want it. So it's not, it's like, Hey, that was a good game. Really fun. Yeah. I think there was because there was twelve innings today, and there was five innings yesterday of scoreless baseball. Which, hey, that that brings out the true baseball fans. Let's be honest. Yeah, no, it was good. I liked it. So, some topics before we burn the games. Your Jakey Burns. Yeah. Are getting people pretty like it. I like it. Uh, okay. Let's talk about Jordan Montgomery. That's a that's a little swinging bunt for the old school fans. Jordan Montgomery down. With Tommy John surgery, I think it actually gets surgery Thursday, so or today, whenever you're listening to this. We were all expecting this when they said it was that arm when he got pulled in Houston. Everyone's like, oh, that sounds like Tommy John. And then Gumby was like, no, nah, I'm fine. They're like, it's going to be six to eight weeks. And it's like, oh, crazy, because it really seemed like Tommy John. And now it's Tommy John. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of we came off of Tommy John. Like you, you just expect the worst with a young pitcher like that who hasn't had it. And then we kind of came off of it. It was like, okay, see you in a little bit, Jordan. And now 
see you mid next year see you late next year late next see year. you next year might question not, mark might not even see him next year which is what i wrote i wrote a little blog post on this when the news broke and i just said like my the least favorite thing about this is that i'm gonna forget about jordan montgomery we're gonna play the rest of this season without him being part of it at all we're gonna trade for some pitchers now obviously we, st- we were going to before but we definitely are now still so let me finish one thought before we go on to the next i guess and then next year, he's going to be out for probably the whole year. He might come back for like a month's worth of starts maybe, but that would be weird if we're in a pennant race or whatever, you know. You might not want to do that. And then by the then I'm going to forget about him. And I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, Monty. I liked him. And I'm going to have to get excited. You know what I mean? Like baseball moves yeah. fast. You for, it, it doesn't wait around for anyone. And now Monty's going to be an afterthought. I was really excited to watch him develop this year. Yeah, and you you were more on the Monty train than I was. I mean, it's still when he was pitching good, it was nice. But you're right, it is. It's like a weird thing in sports. Like this kind of injury, we're not. We might not see him on the mound for the Yankees in two years. It's it's tough to bank on something like that. So you you wish him the best. You hope he has a good recovery. I mean, again, Tommy John surgery isn't what he used to. A lot of guys come back throwing even harder and stuff like that. So yeah, we wish him the best, but you're right, man. Dude, I used to do this with, um, I used to do this with Pineda. Like I used to forget Pineda was on the team and then like he'd pop up and you'd be like, wow, he's a giant dude with some good stuff. And then another injury or whatever. And then he's gone. So yeah, it's, it's kind of going to be like that. We're like (laughs) this season he's fully erased. Yeah. It's gone. It's like men in black Tim, out of every fan's brain for a year and a half. This could still be a magical Yankee season where he could have been a huge part of, and now he won't be remembered at all. And, you know, whatever leads into next year, he's still not going to be a thought because you can't, even if he does come back healthy for August or something like that, you still, if you're the Yankees organization, you can't bank on that for yeah. anything. Yeah. The, so and I had, he's, he's not a thought for next year at all, which is I, tough. I saw some people that said, well, we were going to get pitching anyway, so this doesn't really change things. For like a playoff series, sure, Monty might not have been in there. But he was a huge, like a fifth starter, still gets the same amount of starts as Seve. Uh, this is a big part. And now Herman is more than just a stop, uh, like a plug. Uh, so Herman's going to have to come too because he can't have any more six-run outings. Yeah, we're going to see the the conversation that we've had, The if Herman can lock it down if AJ Cole ends up getting a start here if or we find out the front office's real feelings on a Chance Adams or that kid Rogers or uh you know if, if Johnny Lasagna are, people talking about Johnny Lasagna the, Johnny Lasagna huh if the Yanks are really in it to win it and you know Twitter mafia is right and Justice Sheffield's the guy if he's the best arm and the Yankees need wins down the stretch at some point so We'll see. Um, everyone's already penciling in Hamels and Bumgarner. I I don't think we we won't deep dive into that until there's more. Actually, you know what? We I I think we can take a stance. What stance are we taking? We can take, and we've taken it. We're pretty much a pro Hamels stance for the right price. If it's if it's not a top prospect and like the money gets eaten in half, you know what I mean. For the right price, but Hamels. People saying Hamels won't help this team. Uh, I think I, I've i come around that Hamels, he's shut down 
all the teams that we'll see in the playoffs twice. That's enough for me. Cole Hamels at this point as a one or two? No. Cole Hammers at Cole Hammers? Hammers as a four. Cole Hammers. Cole Cole Hammers. Cole Hamels as a fourth or fifth starter, any team would want. Yep. All right. The other topic we're going to talk about before the burn. What did you want to get into? What did I interrupt? Uh, the kid? Yeah. We're going to talk about the kid? Got to talk about this kid. I wish I knew his name. We'll just call him All Rise Kid now. Yankees Kid. Tommy Lasagna Jr. I don't know. I guess if you weren't watching, I'll do a little backtracking of the story. Kid's in Toronto with his family. Looks like his mom, dad, and grandma. So he's alone, like doesn't have another kid with him. He's watching batting practice, which you got to get there for batting practice if you're a little kid. It's the most fun thing. Right. I still – I don't actively ball hawk. I'm not Zach Hamplot there, but I still go sit in right field and just watch. And if the one – parents kid, totally fought him on it too. Yeah, he's like, come on, Dad, please. Let's get there early. Judge is going to do batting practice. Yeah, the grandma's we're, like – We're sitting on the roof, kid. All right, we'll go. The grandma, grandma's like, we're getting there five hours early? She actually liked that part. Yeah, she like, got enough time. She could she, walk she as slow. She might have been the cell. She could walk as well, slow as she want. Oh, yeah. Ate like five Frankfurters. <laughs> get another Frankfurter. Gamma was a whore. <laughs> um, anyway, the kid catches a Judge home run ball in batting practice. You see him catch it. He looks like, oh, that was Judge. Wow, so cool. He didn't really catch it. Not to play the bad guy in this story. Judge hit a 480-foot home run. <laughs> the chairs caught it. That kid was there. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone thinks of that when you say catch it. Like, got it? Catch it? Oh, no, I think catch it's a big part of the story. Yeah, I guess. But I think, like, batting practice, that's just kind of colloquialism. Like, yeah, you, you got to judge ball. You got to judge ball. I didn't catch it on the fly. He waited every single judge at bats, and Yes Network was all over this. He just stood up and held the sign really high. Like, for who to see? I don't know. Yeah. Who, like, who, was, who could see? The only people that it was facing – was like judge because he's in dead center field. And then, so the only people I could see it is like, dude, no one can read it. I keep playing bad guy, but dude, it's the it's the technology era. I'm sure the parents got a text from someone at some point like, oh, they showed your kid. He, he got the judge ball and they keep showing him in the yes booth. I don't either. Even then, like the first even time, then, yeah. the first time he held it up, no one can see that sign. Like yeah. he thinks he's holding it up for Aaron judge. He's telling the world, man, he's being a kid. And then he held it up for every single judge at bat. Yes. Network is all over it. Then his reaction when judge finally hit the home run in the 13th inning to go ahead was just like, man, I love sports and I, I love seeing people happy. Like, that was so pure and wholesome, and that is what exactly, like, if I want to wake up and cry on a Saturday morning, I'm going to put on a Soldier Return video or something that's, like, happy and wholesome. Pure joy out of someone, rare to find. That was awesome. I, I, I threw on the, the God's Plan music video today and, and shed a couple, but I, I will say uh, Ken Singleton was great on the call there. Not not a shot at Ruko or not a shot at – Coney or Kay or anyone else that would be in the booth, but Ken Singleton was was really good. What was his call? He was well. No, he was just like he was uh, almost as happy as you saw. Like you know, seventy year old. How how old's Ken Singleton? Eighty seven. That's not right. <laughs> you saw however old Ken Singleton is. You could hear in his voice for that second he felt that little kid emotion like. Whoever Ken Singleton idolized growing up, he pictured 
like getting a ball and then seeing that guy Homer in a game and you relive that memory you have your whole life. I, when I was a baby, I don't remember it happening. I was like less than two years old. Kenny Lofton gave me a ball and there's like a really cool spring training picture. I'm covered in Florida mud. I look disgusting, but I'm in that like matching male romper outfit. Yeah. You've seen that picture, but Ken, Kenny Lofton gave me a ball and dude, I just, whenever I watch Kenny Lofton as like a kid growing up and now that I appreciate it more, it's like, Whoa, Kenny Lofton was giving little baby me a ball. That's awesome. I mean, this is a <laughs> little different, but it's Fine. the spirit of baseball. I'll tell mine. That kid's a baseball fan for life. I'll tell mine. I was in Comiskey Park because I lived in Illinois back in like 2001, maybe. Yankees were playing. I had gotten up until that point like five batting practice or balls in my life. Um, I just got lucky. So we're, de- we're there in Comiskey Park. It's pouring rain. Absolutely pouring with my dad and my mom and my two sisters. Everyone left because it was pouring rain. So my 10-year-old brain said, oh, nice, more chances for me to get a ball. I'm going to keep my streak alive. My parents wanted to leave. I told my dad, I said, dad, if we stay, I'm, I think we're going to get a ball. And he probably laughed at me, but he was like, okay, we'll stay. We stayed like 10th inning maybe, ninth inning. It might have been gotten extras. I don't know. Late innings, Paul O'Neill throws his warm-up ball into the stands. My dad scoops it up. I got another ball, six in a row. I remember that forever. It's like, that's nowhere near what this kid just did, kind of. But I just, like, you remember that shit forever as a little kid. That's like the pure joy of being at a baseball game. Does baseball, is baseball the sport with the most souvenirs? Totally, right? Yeah, I mean, you can't keep the basketball. Like like basketball, they give some headbands and stuff like that. Football, there's not really much. Getting a ball at a baseball game is definitely the, like, a thing of its own that you don't like, you can get a hockey puck at a game, but it's not like people don't go to hockey it's games. Scary. It's a lot scarier at first. Yeah. Uh, people don't go to hockey games. Like, Oh, I might get a puck. No, that's baseball is the only sport where you're, Oh, I might get a right. ball. And some yeah. people even bring their gloves. Hey, I saw a poll recently. Um, um, Soph, Sophie or Sophia on Twitter. I can't recall. Oh, it's Soph. She put a poll up and it was like, if you're an adult and you bring a, a glove to a game, is that lame or not lame? What would you vote? I vote not lame. Okay. It depends your intentions at a certain point. I think that you've just voted like lame, if, but you're if, trying not to. If no, if you're a dad with like your son? No. If you're there's no kid with you. Okay. Well, that wasn't in the poll. Well, that's what she's talking about. It was a guy in the stands, like just a grown man with no out and the kids around with a glove in his hand. If you're there to get a ball for your kid or protect your kid, that's right. completely different. I'm still not saying lame. I mean, it, it still depends. If you're a grown up with a glove and you're like, ex, like you're expecting or like, oh, if there's a ball near me, I've got my glove. I'm going to get it. You, you mentioned it in the batting practice thing. Those balls come in pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It was like you know? 80% not lame. And I was just shocked that it was so not lame. But I guess people are nice. I think it's kind of lame. I mean, it is kind of lame. You're an adult sitting in the stands at a game, but. Okay, let's move on to the burns. Jakey's burns. Are you going to burn today or me? No, no, I'm burn free. Oh, I got burned once in 2006 by a flaming hot pretzel rod. And I'm not going to do it again. There's a flaming hot pretzel rod. Yeah, Danny Burns put it out on my arm. I'm trying to show. All right, are we going to burn or not? Time's on the clock. What's a pretzel rod? So like a hard pretzel that's just like a stick 
a pretzel stick, but a real big Why one. Why was it burning hot? He lit it on fire. Oh, okay. Don't be going to say. Don't be dumb. I, well, no, I had I had the idea of what a pretzel rod was. <laughs> I just I've never seen one flaming. Okay. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Game one north of the border. Oh, don't you know that Johnny Football is actually playing for the Hamilton Tiger Cats now? Don't care. We're playing baseball. Karsten Charles Sabathia versus Marco Estrada for the Blue Jays. And we had what we thought was a pitching tool until we saw the second game of the series. But Toronto draws first blood. Teoscar the Grouch Hernandez. Solo shot in the sixth against the Yankees. In the past two years, he's has the third most home runs against the Yanks, which is pretty wild, something like that. one nothing Toronto, bottom six. Estrada and CeCe were both put on a pitching clinic with nobody topping 92 mile per hour on the gun. But top seven, why did he mention Johnny Manziel earlier? Because it's comeback season, baby. Bases hucked Miguel Andujar against Sungwon. Oh, no. Grooves one to Andujar for his first Grand Slam, 426 feet into that beautiful Toronto sky. You know, you can actually see the stars a little better up there. 4-1, bottom seven. CeCe comes back up, gives up another solo shot to Pilar, just sneaks out. We're like, eh, whatever. Four to two, four to two. CC finishes the inning. Final line, seven innings pitch, two earned runs, six K. Top eight. Aaron Hicks from the right side goes Apo Taco. Okay, Hicksy. And it's officially a party in Toronto. Seven two Yanks. Robertson to the last man you want to see in the ninth inning if you're facing the Yankees in your home park because it's Chase and Shreve. And if he's in, there's an insurmountable lead. Final score, Yankees 7, Blue Jays 2. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. This was right? a good baseball game. This was good. because it, it was good baseball, and then the Yankees kind of blew the doors open a little bit. Well, that Hicks home run, I mean, I think Kenny mentioned it, but that just completely changes the game. You get Chapman goes, okay, I'll sit down, and Shreve's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll pitch now. Yeah, you go from one dominant lefty to another. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think Shreve's stoked in that situation? Yeah, it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. Like, oh, fuck yeah, five runs, I'm in. It's kind of weird, right? It's, it's a weird mindset. Oh, we're up by a lot, now you can pitch. Like, okay, this is <laughs> a little bit of a catch-22, but all right, I'll like, take it, I'll in, take it. In hockey, it was always the backup goalie on my team when we would go up like 6 nothing, and then the backup goalie got to play like the last half of the third period, I'd be like, no, fuck you. I don't want your pity time. That's kind of what Chase and Shreve is like, okay, yeah. here I come. But, hey, he, it's he, true, though. That's that's the last guy you want to see out of the Yankees' pen if you're the home team batting in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, I mean, sure. Good. That means it's locked up. Two home runs, all the RBIs on home runs. Pretty nice. And do hard shot. I mean, Gary got a single uh, to start it. Didi goes for the bunt, pulls back, and it hits him in the foot. And then Hicks walks a walk, I believe. Leads to that Anduhar. First pitch, something off-speed that didn't move an inch. It was the straightest off-speed pitch I've ever seen thrown. Batting practice fastball. Hey, it was. It was like an 83-mile-per-hour batting practice fastball. He just absolutely smoked. First career grand slam. He's doing his interviews in English now at the end of the game, which he wasn't at the beginning of the year. Must have seen the love Glaber's getting for it. It's awesome. Like, props to these kids. That's so hard. Kind of funny. Come on. He said, 
like, how's it feel to get your first Grand Slam? He said something about it being a milestone. I was like, eh, I don't know about it. Is that a milestone? Kind of. A lot of it's up to chance. But it was like, remember Derek Jeter didn't have a Grand Slam for five years, and they were like, Jeter never hit a home run with base loaded. Does A-Rod have the Grand Slam record? Did he get that? Maybe. I think so. Close. I remember he was close. And I think it was one of the Yankee greats that had it, wasn't it? Like Mantle or DiMaggio or some shit like that? This is a Yankees podcast. Grand Slam record. What do you think? Roger Federer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, yeah. A-Rod. A-Rod's got it. With 25, and Lou Gehrig, 23, Manny Ramirez, 21. You know what's crazy? Like, even these weird, like, stats in baseball, just grand slam record, you maybe think, like, okay, there's an off name. But no, it's all the Hall of Famers. It's all the people we think of as the best hitters in the game. Yeah, and here's a, a the fun tidbit that popped up for me was A-Rod with the most ever, 25. Um, Donnie Baseball with the most in a season, six. That's kind of crazy. It's a lot of RBIs right there. Yep. All right, let's burn. Let's burn game two and then get into awards. Wow, we're moving quick. Anything else? Fun call. Game one. CC looked good. Love it. CC did look good. The Felt def- good for him. Felt good for him and Ruko, which was weird. <laughs> yeah, right. And the defense played good behind him. There was a there was a ton of pop ups. Birdie had that nice play where he slid on his butt and then rolled over. Uh, I got about ten unoriginal. He's gonna get hurt. Tweets because he made a nice play. Uh, Stan had a nice play in left. Stan played some weird balls in left. There's good defense behind CeCe, who has been plagued by bad defense the last couple starts, so that was good. That's Let's burn game. Uh, yeah, no no ear errors this series, which we we haven't said too much. Yep. Two-game series, but take it. Burn game two. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. On your mark, get set, Burn. Game two, everyone knew this would be a pitching duel with old, reliable Sonny Gray versus Sam Gaviglio making his third major league. So, yeah, yeah, Gaviglio, his dad's the one that makes cannolis. The corner is second and 12th, right? Anyways, Austin, they didn't even know Romine gets robbed of an RBI in the top of the second by a whip jam by Devin Travis at second. Good for him. We're scoreless through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, in my bank account. That's a terrible music song and reference. We're scoreless through 12, folks. Tuck the kids in the bed. We might be up for a while. Daddy's grabbing a beer until the Blue Jays bring in Joe Biagini. Yeah, yeah, Biagini. His dad's the one that makes the cannolis on the corner of second and 12th, right? Anyways, Guardy pokes a single. Then bless Joe's heart, he hangs one to judge. And with that one swing, it made it 2 nothing. Yankees. The little kid in the bleachers is stoked. Uh, and this is top 13, always a lucky number. Big Gigi and Carlos says, I'll have what he's having. He pokes one out, second hardest ball hit this year, only to Aaron Judge. That's called full circle. People keep up, keep up. 3 nothing Yankees. Chapman comes in. Kendry Morales almost clipped him. Then Judge almost clipped Kendry at second. But that would be the only threat. Sonny Gray, eight innings pitch, eight Ks, only two hits. Chad to Deli to Robertson to Chapman, who combined for five innings pitch, seven Ks, also only two hits. Final score, 3 nothing Yankees. Final 13 innings. Yankee sweep, kind of. Two-game sweep. Nice burn, Jake. 
How about that? A lot of Italian names. Oh. You got an Italian name, Storielli. Hey, oh, Storielli. I'm Italian, but I got an Irish name. Sorry about it. Thoughts? What's the the Italian side? Papa. Not to give too much of the family away, right? Papa's my mom's maiden name. Now you can get into all my bank accounts. Great. In my bank account. Javiglio, Javiglio, I like that better. Be a Janini, be a genie. Hey, I have something for you before you get in this game. I think he's out of the league. I think that's. I think he's like a cool story too. Like it took him a while to get there. Toronto gave him some love coming into the night. He had like a seven five ERA. Just got the boot from the rotation. I think Joey B's out. That would be a bummer for him. I have a question before we actually get into this. We're gonna get into a lot of the performance and awards, but. Sure. Toronto, one of my least favorite stadiums to watch on TV. Okay. I put that out there. I think a lot of people were confused because it's like not like – I'm not talking about in person. I'm just saying right. like the TV visuals, I hate it mostly because there's no dirt in the infield. Yeah. My second for similar reasons was um, Tampa Bay. Right. And then Houston was my number three. Do you have – do you have any – do you, do you even, maybe not even pick up on that? Like like the camera work stuff? I mean, I... Just the visuals. I, like, Houston, I think, is darker always. It's always dark in there. And, like, that left field big wall and the the advertisements on the foul poles, no fans in, like, the outfield, really, besides some people standing around. It, wow. I just don't like Houston. And then I don't like not having dirt. Yeah, I'm just... I'm the traditional field guy. I don't like... I, like Toronto's infield, I don't like that. I, I saw like even those the grown up fields that you know they just they were like, well, we could save ourselves twenty dollars a month if we make the whole infield dirt. It's like no, that's a nightmare. That's if the that's a softball field, which yeah. is fine, but don't do that for baseball. So I don't know. I would say, yeah, I I don't go into the visual camera stuff, but I I'm okay with Toronto's field. The cameras are also really far away in Toronto. It feels like you're back. All right, this game, I like a game like this. It was nice to have okay. a game like this. I mean, you don't want to see your offense struggle, but our Sonny was doing, at one point I said, Sonny's doing so well that if you had to balance out, are you more happy with how good Sonny looks or upset with how bad the offense looks? Well, the offense, you can chalk that up to a one-off or a really good performance by this starting pitcher. So, okay, they had a bad night. I, I don't think that is uh, that is a sign of what's to come for this offense. It's one of the more run-producing offense in all the major leagues. So, Sonny do, pitching as good as he did was ma- lifting my mood more than the, the offensive struggle was lowering it. But it's really good we were able to come out with the win and cement that. But I, I don't mind a game where we don't put up 10 runs. Obviously, it's best to put up 10 runs, but there's going to be games where, you know, we don't we don't everyone doesn't hit home runs. Yeah, and I don't know if this is a dumb Yankee thing that sticks out more in my head, but the Yankees are usually a pretty veteran team. Guys have been around around a lot. There's a lot of tape or they've seen guys a lot of the times. I I've, I've said this before in the podcast that usually a couple young guys a season clip them pretty good just cuz they haven't they haven't really seen him before, and they don't get that much going. So, yeah, the the kid, what's his name? Mangiani, Sam Sam Gavig- Gaviglio. Gaviglio. 
he, and he had some decent stuff too. So, so give him credit. Sonny looked great. It was a pitcher zone. We, we saw a few batters get a little pissed off, but yeah, I mean, you're right. And we, you knew you couldn't say it in this Twitter sphere, but trading a real, a really good Sonny Gray start for a, like an extra innings loss wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. No, it wouldn't have been. Wouldn't have loved the result, but it would have been almost better. Well, Sonny Gray having a good start is was the biggest thing for the team going forward. So the way I can put it again is every loss has a positive, whether you want to acknowledge it, dig for it, look for it, seek it, find it, accept it. Every loss comes with a little bit of positive. Like, hey, this guy had some nice swings. Uh, this reliever had a shutdown inning, and he's the back end of the past. You know what I mean? So you can always dig for him. You don't have to dig for the loss if we were to lose this game. It's sunny pitched lights out. And that is such a positive that I would trade. I would trade uh, if this start means Sonny has officially like found his stuff back to his old self, a good pitcher. I'd trade that for a loss. Uh, luckily, we didn't have to. But a lot of people were just like, you know, they like being miserable and they were like grouchy and grumpy during the game because the offense was struggling. That's fine. You're allowed to be like, obviously. <laughs> But for me, I was just so happy to see Sonny. He, he, I mean, six pitches in the first inning, six pitches in the second inning. It was really good to see. And yeah, the amount of I, joy he was having. Like, what the fuck? Ha- having a having the time of his life. Having like look looked like Larry Rothschild got to go back in time and have one more start with Sonny Gray's arm. Like, oh, this is I'm gonna do this forever. That's <laughs> literally what he looked like. He's banging on CC. He's he's cussing at the guys when they're turning double plays in you, a good way. You like, need to delve into that more. You're talking like a 17 again situation, like Sonny Gray, yes. like in in a in like a time zone way ahead of us or timeline. 60 year old Sonny got sent back in time for one start, and it was that start was today and that's why he was so giddy and happy and just yucking it up with everyone. Like this is great. I like that, Jake. I think I'm going what's what's the chair being where they seven places. Seventeen again. Seventeen again? Yeah. I, I think that's actually what happened with him and Larry Rothschild. Like Larry like Larry was like Aaron Boone told Larry he's like, yo Larry, give give this kid the the heart to heart. It's time. And so Larry and Sonny were out on the field before the game they body so you're just doing straight up body switching movie yes and larry rothschild was like sonny i swear to you if i could go back in time with your stuff your with your arm and your stuff god i would go out there and i'd have the day of my life and sonny's like ah that's that's one of the coolest things i've heard man i i wish i could even give that to you then the lights flickered in toronto there's a power shortage and then they come to Larry Rothschild's in Sonny Gray's body. Eight innings pitch, eight Ks, two strike, two hits. First thing you do if you body switch with Sonny Gray, first thing you do immediately. Um, well, I throw a fastball. Uh, you got to check under the pants immediately. See what's going you're going, on. You're checking, you're checking your downstairs mix-up. I know it sucks. My first... My first instinct was like check the Instagram DMs. <laughs> just, just 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 air out Sonny's dirty laundry. He's like married with kids. Yeah. 
Okay, we'll move on from there. Let's we'll move on from that segment. <laughs> Let's get into awards. Awards are brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. $99.99 for a Yankees jersey with no name on the back because you can't wear them with names on the back. You just can't go there, say, hey, I want a jersey. You don't have to do that. You just click buy jerseys and stuff like that. They support the podcast. They make us run, so you buy from them. You support us. It's also, I think, the cheapest, majestic, cool base jersey you can get without a name on the back on the internet. So affordablejerseys.com, check them out. Let's get into awards. Do I go first or you go first? I'm going first, and it's an easy segue because it's the gentleman we're still we were just talking about. I'm giving it to the Sun Man. He's he's my uh, pride of the Yankees. Pride, pride of the pride of the Yankees. I thought um, you said in the pre-show that you had a pride and it wasn't gray. Yeah, but I winked at you. I didn't see the wind. It was sunny. Well, you're a big old idiot. Well, now I got to replan my next. Well, you don't have to tell everyone that. I just talk and you adjust. So we mentioned before that even if this game was a loss, we'd be happy because Sonny Gray pitched a really good game. Jimmer. Yes. I've got a stat for you. I love stats. I know. Guess. So I tweeted it before the game. That Sonny Gray, and I mentioned it in a previous podcast, Sonny Gray's road ERA before this start was 3.67, which when you think of the season Sonny Gray's having, you're like, wow, he must be really bad at home so far. And you're kind of right. Yeah, that's fine. We'll ignore <laughs> that for now. After today's start, Sonny Gray has a 2.83 road ERA. So, in that, that stat, his one blowup was against the Red Sox. But it was like a blow-up start. It, it hasn't been like he's just been doing six innings pitch, two runs, six innings pitch, one run. You take that start out, Sonny Gray's road stats are glistening this year, and he's pitching like Sonny Gray, the former A's H that seemingly everyone's forgotten up to this point. Um, so that's really good news. Um, everyone's talking about the pitching. Hey, Montgomery's out for the season. Everyone wants to trade for these kind of pitchers. You know, I kind of said it with a, a scared face on a couple apps ago when we were talking about if, if we do do a big trade for like a bum gardener or something, like you almost have to put a Sonny Gray or someone in there, um, which again, we're, we're not talking about that. We're a couple good Sonny, um, him being like back, like Sonny Gray, <laughs> like top Sonny Gray. So I, I know Yankees Twitter has almost fully lost sight of that. Um, it, it, Sonny Gray, and I've, I'm just seeing this now, Jim. Sonny Gray from Brian Hoke Like Coke, the quote that we've been waiting for for a year and a half now. Just get the ball and go. Just throw each pitch with conviction, and I was able to do that tonight. Sonny Gray, there you go, baby girl. But as we just revealed to everyone – Actually, Larry Rothschild. It was actually and it was Larry in Sonny's body. Yeah, in Sonny's body. So Sonny, so. Sonny Gray's last eight starts, thirty nine point one plus eight, which is forty seven point one. You didn't beat. Yeah. <laughs> was that the question posed to me? Yeah. Forty seven, yeah. Forty seven point okay. two. Is that what he's got? So four no forty seven point one innings pitched. He's allowed uh nineteen runs, which I don't know what the ERA is for that. I can get you. 
Do, 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 do. I will edit this out. Three, six, three, six. What'd you say? Three, six, three, three, six. So that's his last eight games, three, six, three, or eight. Not bad. And Pretty there's good. and there's two really bad clunkers in the middle of that. So yeah, he's uh he's like kind of figuring it out, man. Hope hope he could. He doesn't have to be eight innings pitch, zero runs, eight Ks every start. If he can get a little more consistent, keep the upward trend, get rid of some of the clunkers, that would be huge. You got any sunny notes? Because I apparently stole them from you because our, our wink nudge nudge didn't work so well. No, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun to watch him pitch today. And I don't – even on games when Sonny does well in the past, in his Yankee tenure, he's had a ton of games like last year. He had, I always say it's 8 of 11. He had two earned runs or less last year for the Yankees. So he had eight good games, basically, where he didn't lose the game for us. I would say zero of them were fun to watch, which is what fans feel. Like, you know how, like, they say, you know, you don't remember, you don't remember what what people say to you. You remember how they make you feel. There's that quote. Like, people don't remember you for what you say. They remember you for how how you make them feel. How you make them feel, yeah. I was said at my grandpa's funeral a lot because when you talk to my grandpa, he made you feel special shit. Sonny Gray, even when he pitched great, made the fans feel bad right because he was so slow so annoying so it was slow annoying and it was like oh finally this is why we got this guy yeah so this might have been the first start where i was like this is fucking awesome someone someone tweeted me and said sonny's in bully mode usually sevy is and it's kind of true he had filthy stuff that one two-seamer he threw to granderson or i don't know if it's granderson it was filthy I was going to say this is hot take radio and like you'd never actually say it. When Sonny throws a pitch right or maybe when Sonny throws a pitch wrong, it's like the dirtiest stuff on the team. Yeah. It's like weird. It's wiffle ball stuff. Like, yeah, Sevy, that fastball is great. The slider moves how you think it is. I mean, (laughs) Sonny throws some pitches that you're like, I didn't know a baseball could move that way. Yeah. Like he, I, well, back, back to us making up the Yankees pitching film room. But if all the pitchers are in a room together and they're like reviewing stuff, that would be like, yo, Sonny, dude, everyone's tossing him. He's like, I'm 5'10, please stop. <laughs> um, Put me down. All right. Are you ready for my pride of the Yankees? Pride of the Yankees. Pride, 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 pride of the Yankees. Miguel Andujar, the dude. Yes. Yes. Do it, dude. Can he do Just it? Just do it. Just do it. We have a just do it shirt. I should, I should, I'm so bad at trying to like be a salesman. <laughs> We're not good self promoter. So bad at trying to be a salesman with the shirts because some of the, the, the just do it and do her shirt is awesome. It's pretty cool. But I haven't like promoted a t shirt on Twitter or Instagram forever because I just don't want to annoy people. Anyway, right. This is the point. Anduhar. I snapped at one point with him about the walks. I think it was game one of the Houston series. And since then, the dude's been walking kind of more. Yeah. Uh, His last 11 games, he has six walks. And in those games, his on-base percentage is damn near 500. And his batting average is like 400 in his last 11 games. So everyone was like, 
who care you know who cares about the walks he's he's hitting and i think i said that last week and it's like true if he's slugging at such a high rate he doesn't need to have a great on base percentage cuz he's his average and his, his slugging is good but turns out sneakily he's been taking walks much more i mean in his first in his first 40 games he had 3 walks and in his last 11 he has 6 yeah. So that's almost double. Almost. So that's a great sign. I mean, and then the, the grand slam. I mean, I said it on Periscope. Base is loaded. You're not going to walk him because then it scores a run. But you, and usually they try to throw balls on purpose to make him swing, but it's a little risky. Even if there was a free swing, it's a little risky. So they try to go off speed first pitch. Kind of crazy he was sitting off speed. Because it was 83 miles per hour that O's fastballs in the 90s. It didn't move a lick. That's why I thought it was a fastball on my live stream because I didn't look at the miles per hour until after I watched the replay. Didn't move at all. And he just absolutely crushed that. And he almost hit a home run in this uh, in like the 11th inning of this game that yeah. everyone thought was going over. Didi had a great reaction. I don't know. Andor has been fucking crushing it. And I got people in my Periscope going like, Andujar's better than Glaber. Like, who the fuck cares? They're on the same team. Why would anyone embrace that debate or conversation? They're on the same team. Yeah. We- yeah it, it'll, be a fun, it'll be a fun rookie of the year talk until they'll say they're stealing votes from each other, and that's why Otani will win it. That'll be, that'll be the September talk. If Otani keeps it up, he's going to win it because, I mean, what he's doing is amazing. Good story. Yeah. Uh, but Otani got pulled after four innings of pitching today. I don't think he was doing bad. So, you know, just more management of his innings or whatever the fuck they said yeah. about not being him. So Miguel Andujar is my pride of the Yankees. He He's still swinging. Don't want him to stop swinging uh, at balls that he can crush, which is a lot of balls. But it's nice that he's taking more walks. And he's he's – you see the results, like – yeah, his his on base percentage is up to three thirty because he took six walks in the last two weeks, jumped up yeah, from three hundred to three thirty. And if he takes I, two more walks, it'll probably be up to three fifty soon. I I mockingly said it because he also is hot right now, so you don't want to overreact. But he does feel like he's more in control of the zone. And I know this is a little thing, but man, he made the nice throw home today. Which oh, great that you brought sidearm si- sidearm with a runner coming home. I <laughs> when that throw was about to happen, I didn't feel confident in it. But he he play he plays that little sidearm uh, scoop ball real well. That every every high school coach tries to coach out of their shortstop and third baseman. Yeah. but he throws it well. Uh, that was a real good moment where we got to see that he he learned. Because remember during. Who was that? Miami, Toronto. I forget what team that was, but yeah. I think it might have been the A's. I think it was the A's. There was a runner on third and a runner on first. Same exact situation, yeah. situation. And he he like didn't even look at the runner on third and just tried to get the double play right away. And yeah. so someone had to talk with him after that. They, like obviously they should have. And in a nothing nothing game, if he made that same mistake again and tried to get the double play in a nothing nothing game, then Toronto wins because we didn't score until the thirteenth inning. So to see him automatically go home there, uh, and it was it was literally the same exact play as last time. Yeah. So that was, was it's nice to see him learn and uh, correct that. And I mean, yeah, that stopping that run was huge. And that's again, well, I'll dig into my playing days. That's a daunting throw as a third baseman because you're like, okay, too far outside, 
and it might not be there for the tag too far inside. I pegged the runner and now we've got a nightmare situation on your hands. So kudos to Miguel. Um, well, that's why that a rod throw when he was on his knees at third base and he lofted it over, yeah, over the arm and to Posada, the Red Sox game. Yeah. That is one of the coolest throws. And a rod did that yeah. so perfectly. We'll be watching that in 15 minutes or whenever we wrap up. Yeah, That's I'm going to go watch awesome. that. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's, what's your, who's your Yankee motherfucker? MFR, two-game sweep. Just going to band-aid it because he had a tough day today. Greg Bird. Um, man, and this is almost – this. you know who this actually goes to, but I'm, I am, I'm giving it to Greg. But it goes to Twitter because Twitter starts going off. If, if Greg Bird was three for six today – Everyone would say, oh, Greg Bird's back, baby. He's that lefty bat in the middle of our lineup. That's what we missed. He was 0 for 6 today, and then everyone's tweeting, oh, he can't. He shouldn't be the protection for those big bats. And what's he doing in there? You know, it, his, his final stats for this series, I think he was 1 for 11, something like that. He smoked the ball to left Which, field, but it got tracked down. Yeah, I, and I mean, he didn't strike out today. He was 0 for 6 with 6 baseball out. So – Hey, two game sweet. I had to pick. It was. It came down to him and someone else. I'll see if you pick them. If not, they might get an award. So, uh, Greg Bird. But, but Jim. But, do we start doing things like that? I don't know. Uh, his <laughs> someone that knows Greg Bird on Twitter that we've interacted with gave me a dental recommendation today in Denver. So himself. Times are good. No, he's he doesn't practice in Denver anymore. Oh, okay. He, but he so. but he practiced on Bird last offseason. Yeah, well he doesn't yeah. I love, he doesn't want this. Well, I love that guy. Okay. Yeah. Um my Yankee Your MFR. It goes to myself. Oh cop out. I'm falling on sword. I'm falling on sword. I'm taking one for the whole team. People like that when you're not supposed to fall on the sword. Like that's that's the lame one. Or no. I don't know. Go go talk. Tell tell me why you're the Yankee MFer. I don't really have a reason. Oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna give it to Glaber. <laughs> Thank you. That's the other one who deserved it. Did he? Oh, I will give it to Glaber. He's been swinging at those sliding sliders off the plate, like uh, when Gary gets bad, when Judge got bad. Yes. Probably it's not a Yankee thing. It's probably just an all-around MLB thing. Like that's yeah. that what happens when you're in a slump. Uh, there was like a a weird with with Tyler Austin running. Maybe Tyler Austin should get it. He's a complete afterthought. He's just <laughs> fuck yeah. that. Tyler Austin gets you know, it, man. Oh, no, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. Whoever's still keeping Tyler Austin on the team gets it. Ooh, okay. I like that. Plot twist. But that means I would give it to Cashman and Co. two episodes in a row. Come on, man. Rate of play, rate of play. <laughs> uh no, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it to Glaber. Two games. But He looked lost. First time he's looked uncomfortable, really. Yeah, he's swinging at that pitch away. No one was hitting, so I don't really like when no one's hitting, I don't even get mad at it. A single person for not hitting right but you can you cannot hit and still look like yourself true and he 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 did not he because they they've talked about his adjustments and all this and that's why he's special he there were i remember one pitch especially that was just a grooved fastball 
that was like, okay, even if Glaber wasn't guessing that, and even though he hasn't seen this guy before, the Glaber Torres we've seen would put a good swing on it, even if he fouled it off or something. And he just looked at that, and you're like, you could just, when guys are slumping, you can see the thoughts come into their head. And you kind of saw him have this thought process like, yo, when I'm right, <laughs> I normally catch that pitch pretty good. So then you're like, all right, got to be on my toes for the next one. And then he swung at one of those garbage curveballs. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, I think we knew that Glaber wasn't going to finish the year hitting 370 with 50 homers. So he's coming back down to earth a little bit. This, this is going to be the first, uh, kind of test for him. If he goes into a real slide, if those adjustment things are true, if they maybe give him a, give him a day off against one of the, uh, the Mets righties, give, get Disco Neal in there. Um, we'll see, but yeah, come on, Glabes. All right. Glaive Glaib the bombs. Regular old award. Just a regular. We're just your regular, everyday, normal guys. Nothing special about I, me, motherfucker. <laughs> Who am I going to give it to, you're probably asking? No, what is the name of it first? Uh, I'm going to give it the... Or I'm going to give him the old... Slapperoo award. Slap, slap, slapperoo. A little slap. Just give it a little slap. I bet a I, little slappy. Who are you giving that to? Huh? 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 I'm giving it to Gary, man. And it's we're waiting. We're ticking time bomb. Just waiting for the Gary slump to end and have the full Kraken week that's going to win him L Player of the Week or whatever it is. And, dude, he slapped a nice double to right field, and I thought that's what was going to break his slump. He had that slap single against Astro, a little dinker, that normally that's what kind of mentally can kind of break a baseball slump. It's, I don't know, it's a little baseball-y. Um, he had a hit in each game. Again, the hitter starts, hitter stats aren't beautiful this series. Um, I don't know, man. I, I hope that's what sparks him. And, Use, yeah, you could go the other way, Gary. The homers are gonna come. Don't, don't be judged. Don't be Giancarlo. Be Gary, dog. Didn't he get a double the other way this series? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. Oh, so keep keep slapping it that way. When it's there, do it. I mean, if it's a single or a double, we'll take him, kid. The way slumps work, you gotta hit each game. So he just needs a game where he gets two hits, and then eventually you start going. But I don't know. He he. he he ropes some balls foul this yeah. game, both games. But there's some pitches where, like Boone said, he's just not hitting pitches that he you know he can crush. And there's some pitches where he's just swung and fouled it right back. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about – Didi's slump was still way worse than this. And I think Didi's kind of out of that and Gary will get out of it. And I don't know. Yeah, when – um, let me check out one thing – um, do, 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 do. What you checking good out? podcast. So the double was in double was in the fourth, the ground rule. Yeah. It did the little dance on top of the wall. That was a good little call by Ruko. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you see Gary, like get that. And then you see him like, Oh, the slumps out. Let me, <laughs> let me go for it again. And he's still just off. So I don't know. I, he's almost there. 
at stop <laughs> stop the start Romine chance on Twitter. Dude, I was on Periscope and I hide the chat and I came back after game one to like five. Why isn't Romine starting every day? Text and I just yeah. like bounced out. Like I can't do this. I yeah, that that part's no fun. And again, <laughs> the the part that's tough about it, like Romine looked pretty good behind the dish today. He had the ball that got robbed. But, yeah, we're still talking different worlds. How about Russell Martin with, like, five pass balls? Yeah, and I want to ask you, did it seem like Sonny and Russell Martin were pretty chippy today? Sonny and Russell? Is that something? I don't know, dude. Russell Martin's Martin's chippy with everyone. Don't you remember when he was on the Yankees? He just, uh, like, such a hardo. Like, I don't know. I, I (laughs) I think it was Sonny enjoying his, like, good day, too. But he like threw one kind of up and into Russell, and Russell was, he had yeah he had a very chippy look and actions going on, <laughs> and then Sonny came right back there, and I was like yeah, <laughs> are we doing this? We did. Uh, there was a thing on Twitter like uh, your least favorite Yankee at every position, so I was looking at catchers, and I went back. I like Russell Martin. Not that I hated Russell Martin, but like every other catcher in the last my watching days. I like yeah. I liked more, or there was no expectations for him. Him and McCann both underachieved a little bit. Yes, but I I liked McCann more than I liked Russell yeah. Martin. But Ru- Russell Martin was just he's just like a guy that needs to play angry and like have a chip on his shoulder. And it's like, dude, I don't want to be around you. I don't want to listen to yeah. interviews. I don't really want to like do anything with you. I remember there was one game a couple years ago. You might not remember this. In the post in the post game, Russell Martin was getting interviewed. He's like, "Hey, I got something to tell you." And the reporters were like, "Ooh, what is it, Russell?" He's like, "I had a problem with the umpire behind home plate today. He wouldn't let me throw the ball back to the pitcher." Like people were like, "What? Do you remember this at all?" Kinda, yeah. So like when a foul ball went away, or Russell was asking for a right. new ball, the, the ump would throw it, and that made Russell Martin so mad that he thought to publicly say that to the media and like he would be the good guy in that situation. People would like him just total opposite. Dude, keep that to yourself in the umps and shut up. Like, I don't know. I don't, he's the one angry Canadian. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. One angry Canadian. All right. But Russell Martin, like defensive wizard had about five pass balls because I think they're kind of part of the game. But when Gary, yeah, with it's life pitchers throw harder. Yeah. Cause yeah, they weren't all pass balls. They're, I think a chunk of them were wild pitches, but yeah, either way. Yeah. I'm using that term loosely. Um, all right. Your first award. My first award is the, uh, um, the, uh, good deed of the day award. Ooh. The good deed of the day award. Goes to Aaron judge giving back to the children of Toronto. Wow. Judge didn't hit that home run for the team. He didn't hit that home run to shove it down the right field or the fans in right field that were giving him hell all day chirping him. He didn't hit it for Sonny Gray, so his start would go to waste. He didn't hit it for me. Didn't hit it for you, Jake. Aaron Judge hit that home run for that little kid in center field holding up that sign. This is really good. It's a really nice deed. That kid's going to remember it. We talked about it. So it's nice that it also helped the Yankees win the game. That was a side. That of was nice. pretty nice. The main meal was it made that kid's night. Judge would have done that even mm-hmm. if they were losing ten nothing. He said, "This one's you for say, your kid." Did you say that's the main meal? Yeah, 
the, Is that a phrase? Yeah, the kid was the main meal. Winning the game was a side dish. Okay, man. Yeah. So. Pretty cool. <laughs> so, thanks, Judge. That kid's going to be on some sort of Yes Network thing. And just like yeah. th- just like Thumbs Down guy, they're going to ruin him instantly. And I feel bad about that because eventually I'm going to get tired of seeing this kid's face and not want to hear about him. Like when Yes Network had Thumbs Down Man come do like a video for Yes Network. And they're like, what do you think about this? And he just gave Thumbs Down. I was like, oh, shit, this is the most corny, cringy thing in the world now. So Yes Network's going to ruin this kid. But right now he is awesome. And I love him. Everything about the story is heartfelt. It's your next yeah. award. It's the beauty of baseball, man. So I I just bailed on who I was going to give it to. You know what? I'm going to do... I, ah, dude, I just did a triple flip-flop in my head. Can I give the triple flip-flop award? Yeah, do it. The triple flip-flop award. Triple flip-flop. So I was going to go Robertson. Because Robertson looks like he's back. Dude, his, his curveballs were snapping tonight. His curveball was snapping, and he's had a really good streak. I So I thought his streak was better than it was. Because his, his ERA is at 408 after today. He's almost back into the threes. Um, but I forgot he gave up that run against Baltimore that didn't matter. So that kind of ruined my stats that I was going to roll with. So I bailed on Robertson. So then I was going to go to Chapman. Because we talked, we mentioned it in the group me a little bit. We talked about Happy Chapman scary. and how that's even scarier than Scary Chapman because he's looking happy. Chapman's Chapman's been great, dude. He, he kind of he's been so he's been so good that in this extra inning game on Periscope and stuff, I just keep saying, get us some runs, and then we run out Chapman. Like last year, I didn't have that confidence with right? Mar- with Mariano. I always had that confidence. Like, all right, when we got two runs. And when Judge put the two runs up, I was like, let's just forfeit the next two at-bats and bring Mariano. And that's how I would have felt back in the day. Like, sure, Stan, thanks for the insurance run, but Ch- Mariano's got it. I never felt like that about Chapman or Soriano or Robertson, any closer, since Mariano left until this year. And that's how I felt today. Like, all right, give it to Chapman. So I've got a lot of trust in Chapman right now. So, dude, Chapman. Wow. <laughs> So his ERA is down to one four after today, um, and he's let's see one two three four five six eight nine ten eleven twelve. <laughs> Keep going. How so high? in his last in his last twenty appearances, he's he's given up in two. So eighteen out of twenty have been clean, which is pretty. Pretty good. And I mean, you you could even do the whole season in spite of that. No, it's the when you were saying the Mariano thing, which I think is applicable to Chapman right now, which is a really weird way to say it, but I think a really accurate way to say it. Thank you. Is if Chapman blue right now, we wouldn't care. Oh, if Chapman. You just say, oh. There it is. Yeah. Bound to happen. Yeah. You just be like, oh, all right. Chapman blue say, don't care at all. Where last year you'd be like, Ah, uh, Chapman blew one. Uh, he still hasn't kind of looked right. Blah blah blah. Like that's that's how good he's been. So again, I mentioned triple flip flop. So then I was going to give the award to Mike Harkey, who I announced as my favorite guy, and he's the bullpen coach. So that would have covered both of them. And I was going to make it like something about being a giant person award. And then I flip flopped because the guy that probably deserves this award 
I think it's Giancarlo. Giancarlo had the second, if not first or second best hitting stats. Are you this fucking series. kidding me, dude? Yeah, you like that shit? I have. That was going to be my next dude. I thought I was safe because right. you're running through all the bullpen guys. You, you basically <laughs> just stole like you just stole four players from me of awards in a two That's game a in a two game set. Who am I going to give right. awards to now? That, I, I, I'm stopping it. I, I gave the award to Mike Carkey. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, who's, who's your award? My award goes to why you got to hit it so hard award. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? It's Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, I thought it was going to be Romine. Oh, no. Gee, why you got to hit it so hard? It's scary, man. Put scary. some loft under it, and maybe that double is a home run, and maybe that home run in the second game doesn't kill a fan in left field. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? He's like second hardest hit ball of the year. His home runs are like bullets in skeet shooting. Like, he's just trying to, like, kill something in the air is he gonna like change hitting no right no i think i don't know man when it works it's spectacular like what the fuck was that how did that work when it doesn't work you're like yeah obviously man that's not gonna work because it's kind of genius because it's get the fat part of the bat to the ball and make the best contact you can and he's not thinking about like making a baseball swing. No, like it's partially genius. It's but so you can ugly. Never teach someone that. It's so <laughs> ugly. But yeah, he had like the second best hitting series. Not that I was going to say that before. If you, I was just going to talk about Mike Harkey. If you were going to copy and paste you, you know how when you copy and paste images, they get blurrier and worse like, over time. You know. Yeah. If you were to take you right now, copy and paste okay. it ten times. Yeah. Giancarlo Stan's swing is still uglier than that 10th image. Okay, so you're talking about like an old school scanner or something. Yeah, yeah, old school scanner, yeah. Okay. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> all that's right. all you need to think about it. Well, that's the, that's the end of the awards. Thanks. I'm so glad you yeah. gave an award to Chapman, D-Rob, Mike Carkey, and Stanton all in one go. I think the award landed at my car keys. My car keys. My car keys have never gotten an award. I'm down to one set of car keys for the last five years, and I haven't lost it yet, and that's really impressive. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Mm -hmm. Car keys, are the, they're a good size. They're tough to lose. Do you remember when we lost your car keys? Oh, shit. That's when we went walking in the cemetery in Milford, Connecticut. We were waiting for them to change your tire, and we were looking for your car keys. My car keys. I lost my car keys. Okay, thank you. I was gonna say. Yeah, when we when um, we graduated from college and we went back the next year, and just like had fun. Victory lap. Yeah. Um. Hey, we haven't been doing this. Um. We had the Mets coming up. The, off day in the Mets. The Meek Mets. What are you gonna do on your off day tomorrow? I don't know. Oh, you are going to record two history podcasts with me. Laughs from yeah. the past. Hey, if you haven't checked out Laughs from the Past, people that listen to Talking Yanks and enjoy Jake and our podcast here, we've gotten a lot of really good reviews. The numbers are pretty decent, but um, check it out. Off day tomorrow. If you, if you like our banter, it's pretty much the same thing as this, just less, less Yankees, more history. 
Yeah, um, but even the history is just kind of stories. Not it's just kind of it's kind of like it's eating hummus. You need something to get to the hummus. That's a good point. You need a facilitator. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite? Dude, what's I, your favorite hummus facilitator? Don't say carrots. Uh, Don't say carrots. No, dude. You think I'd say carrots? No, but they're so bad. I try carrots all the um, time, and I hate them. I guess like don't, pita chips. Don't know how rabbits pita chips. Do it. Pita chips are pretty good. Yeah. What about you? Like naan. Like when you go like to an Indian restaurant. Uh, yeah. Like they give you the naan bread. That shit's so good. That's unfair though, because like you'd never have good naan like at your house. No. Well, we kind of no. do because Katie and I have been eating Indian food twice a week for because she just keeps craving Indian food. I'm like, okay, get the more Indian food. I like Indian food. Dude, the Mets. Dude, we're facing, dude, DeGrom, Mats, and Syndergaard. So, like. Ooh, that's fun because their they're, they're batting is anemic. I think they scored six runs in their last, like, ten games or something like that. But that's yeah, that's pretty tough. Their bullpen's atrocious. But, yeah, dude, it's kind of, on paper, it's Tanaka DeGrom, Herman Mats, and Severino Syndergaard. So, Sevi Syndergaard, I mean, that's kind of as as prime time as it gets for MLB right now. Well, yeah, but Tanaka versus the Mets lineup and in the National League, it's at City Field. Yeah, at City Field, the pitchers are going to be hitting and running, baby. So Tanaka versus that should be I mean Sevy versus that. Oh my god. Sevy versus eight Mets batters and one Mets and Syndergaard batting is going to be I mean, I don't know, perfect game. What's better than a perfect game? took me a second to digest that um yeah man i'm i'm not gonna dig up the stats i don't know man there's there's still names and like i'm not saying it's a rivalry game but hey if you don't take Syndergaard, matt and degrom seriously i i don't know it they're still baseball games (laughs) yeah okay but they gotta you know they would have to throw they would have to throw. They're going to have to throw eight innings, and the Mets batters are going to have to get a sizable lead for those starting pitchers to come into play. Because if they just throw seven innings, and 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 hold the Yankees, and if they throw seven innings and shut us out for seven innings, and our pitch, Amen. and they only score two or three runs, then the Yankees will win because they'll come back for, on their bullpen. With ease, that's like the formula for the 2018 Yankees. Degrom's past eight starts: 47 innings, 0.57 ERA, 68 strikeouts. Know what I'm excited about? Facing good pitching. A, it's great test for playoff playoffs and all that stuff. But people won't tweet at me. Why are we making this guy look like this guy? Why are we making why Why do we make Scrubs look like Cy Youngs? Like, dude, I'm I'm glad to end on that because that's I'm I'm with you. Like. The other guys trying. are trying to do a job as well. And they're doing it well. It's just it's, like, those are classic sayings that people say to downplay their opponent to, to like, he's not doing good. We're doing bad. It's the same shit like every baseball team in America, every sports team in, at every high school, in every, every high school in America, every single sports team plays down to their opponent. Like every parent in the in the stands, oh, we always play down to our opponents. That is, 
That is not like everyone thinks that's a team specific thing. Like, yep, they're doing it again. They always do this. They play down to their opponent. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, the, they're just playing and the other opponent's playing good. But everyone thinks that's a like a specific like personality trait of their team. And everyone says it. Have you ever been on a team where they were like, oh, we always play down to our opponent? Yeah, man. Yeah. It's annoying. Those phrases are annoying because all they do mentally is downplay the opponent. So you're like, we're not do. They're not doing good. You didn't beat me. We beat ourselves. It's like okay. You, you taking the four train or the B train or what? B. 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 Favorite letter in the alphabet, and then we'll end it. You go first, man. I love the STR. Like that group of the alphabet? Nope. Those are three letters and a sound. Yeah, but that's my favorite section of the alphabet. I think it's strong. But I'll go J because my name starts with J. Yeah, I was going S. I like I like S because my last name starts with S. I don't like S because it reminds me of people with lisps and I hate them. I don't hate them. That's tough. I had a speech I had a, I had a speech impediment for like the first two. Whoa. I, I'll tell you what, R and Yank. R can go to fucking hell, man. I had to go to a trailer for two years. I got pulled out of school, went to a trailer just to go, because I was a whale-woed kid. So, fuck ours. You guys like Jimmy's speech impediments? Again, check out Laugh from the Past, because the way you said durable the other day is still like hurting my ears. Yeah, I think I just say that word wrong. I, I'm not gonna try yeah. and fight you on that. I think I said it wrong. I know you're not. Yeah, that was I know you're that not. was about Mike the Durable, a drunk who people tried to kill in like <laughs> ten different times to get life insurance policy on him during the depression, and he refused to die. Go check that out. Laughs from the past. We're, we're done with talking Yanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Love you all. Subscribe, rate, review. We'll take some. Uh, we'll take some uh, more ratings. Five stars or six. Thanks. All right. See you guys. Oh, yeah, Yankees.